It's time for the best 60 minutes of your life. This is the Homer Hour, broadcasting live from the Gruber Law Office's One Call That's All studio at the Avenue in downtown Milwaukee. Alongside former Packer Brian Balaga, here's Emmy Award winner Homer. Sixty minutes of your day since Brian Bulaga said, "I can't wait to." Exactly what was it that you tweeted yesterday? I can't wait to hear you talk. That's what I was excited. About. Yeah, I was excited to hear you talk. I'm proud that I told people how difficult a win it would be, so that they can fully appreciate how historic the game was. What occurred, I'm not sure how many years it'll be before a seven seed will lead a two seed by 36 points. Ever. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think we'll ever see that for a long time. Long time. And I always think when I'm watching the game and stuff, man, I wish I was with Budlaga because I'm curious when you went, oh, this is looking good. To where, this is this is this is not possible. This is unbelievable. This is not. This is like a bad high school game. Yeah, it was to me. Jair gets that pick, and it's fourteen nothing. And I'm sitting in my chair, going, "I can't believe this." Like I, I literally can't believe this. And I get it was only fourteen, but the fact that they jumped out that quick, and they took the life out of Dallas after that pick, they were done. Dallas was See now I want done. you everybody says that Brian you played on really good teams. They don't you don't you can't take that out of them that much when you're good you're 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 shaken you're shocked but you still think you're better. You're at home. It's or not. Yeah, they may, yeah I mean they might have thought that they were the better team but they weren't prepared for the level of play that Green Bay brought. Now that and, that I can easily see. Yeah, they, they weren't ready, and it's, so that old saying is, you know, how do you react when you get punched in the mouth? And they had no idea how to react from that first right hook from Green Bay, and you saw it. It was once Jair picked it and they scored, the life in that building was completely sucked out of there. It was it was done. You could see it on the sidelines. Okay, so, all right, there's no side. But I'm thinking – Fine, we're done. It's the game has barely started. I always thought that where you feel like, all right, this is horrible, but we've got so much time left. I even thought that, uh, not that it wasn't amazing, but but it, at halftime you say, yeah, it's terrible, but there's still a lot of time left. Versus, you know, at, I don't know at what point in the second half they were just uh, just fiddling and diddling to finish it out, and it was it was yeah, over. I mean- you know what I found really telling, right? When I think Green, what Green Bay going? At? Was it twenty-seven to nothing at half? Was yes. That yep. the score at half. Dallas comes out. Didn't they score on their first drive? They did. I believe they got a field yeah. goal though. Yeah. Dallas scores, and Green Bay literally marched right down the field right. in no time. But here's scored. what I want to emphasize: they didn't march. It was five plays. Yeah. Okay, and was- then Dallas 
turned it over, or, or Ted Dallas scored, and then the Packers scored on three plays. Yeah. It, 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 was, it was a day that Green Bay, no matter what they did, they were scoring points. They were, they were going to match Dallas score for score, no matter what was going to happen in that game. And, they, and the offense set that tone early. LaFleur wants the ball, takes the ball, Mark, go right down the field, score. Great. Okay. Sounds good. That, you know, Green Bay shuts out Dallas, get the ball right back. Here we go. Again, it, it was just, it was just from start to finish, Green Bay brought a different level to that game. Dallas thought that Green Bay would come in, be probably intimidated by the moment, intimidated by the atmosphere, all the, you know, all the pageantry that goes along with what happens in Jerry's world in a playoff game. And they thought they'd fold and Dallas could just have their way with it. And Green Bay came out, punched him in the mouth. And Dallas had no answer for it. And they like absolutely shocked that it played out that way. Now we, you know, watching that game and I watched it again today, you know, <laughs> Dallas, D- Dallas by, Probably the second quarter, they knew, well, man, our, our what we're doing up front, it's not working. So they start doing a bunch of different run blitzes and stunts, and they were just getting gouged. Gaps were opening up all over the place. Um, they were just trying anything, throwing, throwing stuff at a wall and hoping it how, stuck. And- all right, how does that happen? This is professional football. You have, you have good co- – what? I mean – to, to me, I, I, I think Dan Quinn really thought that because of the talent that Dallas has on that side of the football and Micah Parsons and Lawrence and the, the cornerback Bland, they, it, it was gonna, they were going to take care of the game and they could right. just run their basic stuff. They could run their basic game plan and the rest would take care of itself. And then when it didn't, he just started throwing a bunch of different stuff out there, and they were just getting carved wide open. I mean, some of these run lanes that the O-line created, yes. you could drive a truck through them. And that is, like, it reminds me so much, and I just said this on KBN, it reminded me of when we, LaFleur's first year, when we went there in 2019 and Aaron Jones had four touchdown runs against them. Everything that they tried, we just countered. Now, was he the defensive coordinator there then or not? I I think he was on staff in 2019. I don't think he was the D court. I think it might have still been Marinelli, but I'm not totally sure. Don't quote me on that. Well, the reason Um, I I wanted to look something up that I saw on ESPN.com that basically said that, that Shanahan's system has destroyed him everywhere. Like, he can't beat San Francisco. Uh, LaFleur's whooped him. And even yep. other people, like... Ooh. Well, you look at you look at what he does up front, because they're not a big team, right? They're not, right. A, uh, they're, they're not big on defense, especially up front. So what they do a lot of is movement up front to confuse linemen, use their speed, go lateral, and penetrate. Well... You know, that comes with a cost if you're not getting home because you are, and if the O-line blocks it up, which this shanahan LaFleur run game, that is all built into this scheme, how to handle that movement, how to handle those run blitzes, 
cutting guys out of gaps, getting defenses out of position, and you see what kind of what happens, how that plays out. And obviously, you know, the 49ers did it to them. We all saw that. That was an absolute, absolute you know, yes. bashing. And, th- and I can assure you, LaFleur watched that tape and said, this looks good. We like this run game against them. This looks, and that looks awfully familiar to us. And it was, I wouldn't say, you know, carbon copy, but a lot of the same principles are there. And that's why this run game against these types of defenses that, you know. But why hasn't Quinn figured it out? They, I mean, I I can't find the article. Someone can look it up at ESPN.com. Damaski was a part of it. It just listed, you know, like, okay. Like, how many times does he have to get destroyed? And none were as bad as this, but. You know, being destroyed by San Francisco and and uh, well, because you, know. you, you got to look at this too with, with the way this game was going, right? Green Bay was blocking up their front, which was fantastic. I mean, obviously, Micah Parsons he beat some of the linemen a couple times, but Aaron Jones was playing cleanup duty all day. I mean, amazing job in pass protection, Aaron Jones. Amazing. I mean, just his game from. You know, obviously when he had the football and when he was in protection was just flawless. It was absolutely flawless. But Dan Quinn, you know, he relies on a lot of things to get done with five, six guys in the box because he trusts his front. He, The way this game was playing out, he couldn't commit seven, eight guys down in there because Jordan Love would have carved him up too. So he was in a bind of what he wanted to do, and he thought, well, you know, Let's let's try to die a slow death here and 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 maybe get a stop and and uh, against the run and get him into a third and long and our pass rushers can maybe get home. Well, didn't happen that way. They they had their way the entire game and Dan Quinn had no answers, absolutely no answers for it. And I feel like anything Dan Quinn did, Lafleur was already a step ahead. He was already a step ahead, and that's kind of what you saw that Musgrave wide open down the sideline. How does like, that happen? I'm t- I mean, schemed it up. Oh, wait, wait a minute. It. Wait a minute. Yeah, but but that's like a high school play, right? The closest person to Musgrave was somebody sitting in this crowd, Yeah. right? I mean, yeah. that. Yeah. I mean, you played – you look at tapes back and go. Hey, you know what that is? What? And I, to- and I tell you that all the time on this show. What, do, what, what was the thing? Running, Running the, the football. Running the football. And play action, and look what happens. It's just wide open. Dallas is committing so many bodies when that ball went out. Musgrave just sneaks out, wide leak, bang, wide open. But, I mean, somebody is responsible for him, right? I'm assuming that's just a a blown coverage of epic proportion. Oh, definitely blown coverage, but the guy who's probably guarding him, I would imagine, I'd have to replay the – I'd have to look at the replay – was so worried about the run because that's what was absolutely killing them. And they went all out on stopping the run and, well, forgot old Musgrave uh, running down the sideline wide open. So, yeah, again, this was just a absolutely, like, A-plus. A-plus from offense, defense, special teams. It was A-plus. Obviously, not the miss PAT. I don't like that. I really don't like that. But... Besides uh, well, that, well, oh come on! You really no? done. So I, what, no, you're worried. Really, you're really, worried I, I, that I, they're going to have a close game and it could cost them, right? Yeah. Yes. All that's right. what I'm worried about. That's what I'm worried. And like, listen, you know what's weird? I have no worries when he's kicking a regular field goal. That's the that's the weird part about this is like when he's kicking a normal field goal, 
I feel pretty good about it. But it's when he lines up over a PAT, I get really nervous about it. I, I, maybe it's just me. Maybe I'm the outlier here and I need to calm down. But I, I don't know. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think so. I don't think you think that. I think you're just being nice. You don't need to calm down. <laughs> You have a certain standard of things, and you can't believe the guy's missing extra points, right? Yeah, I, I do. Hey, in playoff games, every point counts. I get this game, it didn't matter. I understand that. Thank you. Um, but every point matters in these playoff games. And, man, like when we go out to San Francisco, every point is going to matter. Every single point is going to matter. So you can't, like, and I get it. The kid ain't trying to miss them, but. Again, uh, uh, that's that's food for thought later, maybe on Thursday. But from the start to finish of this football game, this coaching staff had this team ready. They had all the answers. They had, they. I mean, it was it was like you know all the answers to the test. The guys had them. Every adjustment that Dallas tried to make, the defense had the adjustment. The offense had the adjustment. Right. Yeah, because the they own the guy. Because LaFleur knows we own this guy whenever we run this offense, or it seems. All right, did you have anybody, you don't have to mention the team, did you have somebody that you felt like you owned? Like when you went against a, I mean, I'm assuming when you go against the team, you aren't going against the team, you're going against the defensive coordinator, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Was there yeah. somebody, and you can give the team, that, that, we're going to win. I mean, there's no guarantee, but like we own, we, we know what they're going to do. And it's, you, you know, we always, and, and it kind of goes right back to Dallas. We always felt really good going against Rob Marinelli. Okay. Always felt, cause you know, the thing about Rob Marinelli, as good as a coach as he was and, and how disciplined his defenses were, you knew where the guys were going to be because if they weren't, they'd be off the field. He would pull them. So you knew where these guys were going to line up. You knew their adjustments. You knew kind of their line stunts and their movements and All how right, often they were going to do Let me, let me interject here, which I do so much. But who's the alternative to that where you didn't know? Like, I would think. Oh. You, you know who was, I mean, always, Belichick. obviously. Belichick, Zimmer. Those were, I mean, those are tough defenses because of the pressure packages and what, you know, you're, you're guessing sometimes, sometimes you're not guessing and. Uh, those two guys obviously were real. I mean, obviously because you have are. the same situation or what? It's the way they're lined up, or that at a certain down and distance they're gonna. What? Well, what? Yeah, yeah. It's 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 the variables in the pressure packages and and how they disguise it and how they bait you into making adjustments and then they can make adjustments off that and then you're second guessing. Did they dummy that? Is it? Are they keeping it on? It, there, there's a lot of chess being played before the ball wow. gets snapped. Um, and those guys were always really tough to deal with. But when you know, like, and Dan Quinn's defense is very similar. Like, you know where they're lining up. Obviously, Micah Parsons is the chess piece that gets moved all around the defense. Like, he's right. He's the guy that you always have to account for. You have to follow where he is. He's the guy that is the spear, you know, the tip of the spear. Um, but besides that, you have a really good idea of what, this defense is going to do. Doesn't somebody it? say to him, McCarthy goes like, uh, Dan, we need to talk. Why they own you. What are you going to do different this time? I've looked at your resume. They crush you every time. Yeah. I, you know, I, I think obviously Dan Quinn's a good football coach, yes. right? Like he's going to be getting a lot of looks. Yes. As a head coach. So this doesn't make any sense to me. All right. We're going to take a timeout. Do you understand that? I, 
I can't comprehend it. And I know there's an answer, and you've kind of said it, but this guy's really good to just say, it's like Lombardi did. Hey, you know what we're doing. We know what we're doing. Sucks for you. I don't, other, <laughs> as otherwise, I can't believe that someone is going to Dan Quinn. Look at the list. And that LaFleur didn't think going into the game. Oh, baby. Because we get oh, to do he had to him. Yeah. He had to him. For sure. And I, it For was sure. probably even better than he thought. But I don't know. All right. I will, I'll, I'll go to all the 100 questions I have. And I'm sorry because people probably want me to leave. So they, they just want to hear you talk about what this likes, how good this team is. And I would emphasize, unlike the fact that Shanahan's groups and kids and all part of that tree, Crush Quinn, it's a whole different story when Green Bay goes against San Francisco. It's been the opposite. Mm-hmm. I think I think Shanahan believes I'm tougher than that guy, my team's tougher than that guy, and we'll always beat them because the other things will even out because I know him and he knows me and all that stuff. So, But we'll we'll wait till Thursday for that. Round two with Brian Bulaga. I'll try to shut up, but don't count on it. Next. Yes, everybody wants to hear Brian Bulaga, and I interrupt him all the time. I'm going to set a record, because I have like 100 questions, and I have a statement, and you can join the club if you want or not. If the Packers win the Super Bowl, this will be the greatest Packer Super Bowl ever. Are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Is that a question for me? or Yeah, just, that's, or my, that a that's my statement. If the Packers, this team wins the Packers, win the Super Bowl, it would be the greatest Packer Super Bowl win ever. I would have to think so, right? I mean, I would have to think so. I mean, again, that at two and five, no one thought the team would even get to the playoffs. Okay, uh, right? yeah, yeah, and, we and, were all the reasons. Um, I mean, right. first, first. I mean, you've said it a bunch of times already. First seven seed to win, and not just win, absolutely yeah. dominate. Yeah. I mean, 48 oh. to 16. They're going to ask me, you know what I thought of? I know, and this is mean. You know what I thought of 48 16? This is a Joe Barry. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, if I'm Dallas, I'm going, we can't be this bad. It's not possible. We're down 32 points. By the way, we have a seven seed playing right now. Pittsburgh, right? What are they down? Two touchdowns at half? Yep. Yeah. I think so. All right. I think that's what now, it was. So, all right. We agree with that. And, and, but, all right. First question. Does Jordan Love do anything that surprises you anymore? Or have you just raised him to a level that you... I don't want to say expect this, but it's within his range of play now because that is elevated. Yeah, I, at this point, he what he is doing is so special right now. And, and the thing is, like, obviously the talent was always there, right? It was obviously always there. The confidence probably wasn't there. But the way he's been playing, there's really nothing – that he can do that makes me like absolutely shocked. All right, here's he's what shown. you have to help us with, or you have to text me. I want to know the top three plays of Jordan Love. 
the three wows. Now, your yours could be what he saw on a pass to the running back. Do you know what I mean? You because you yeah. play. There are things that amaze you that would never amaze us because we aren't smart enough to understand it. All right, so you can do it now, or we can do it Thursday. But um, and it could be yeah. the same way with the offensive line. But like in this game, I want to go back and watch the three plays that you say, Homer. These were the three plays that amazed me, wowed me, or just. Yeah, I mean, I think the first, I mean, you you could watch a lot of those and, and we could probably talk about a couple of them right now. I mean, yes, go ahead, because I'm going to watch these, it after you yeah, tell me which well, ones to I, watch. I, I mean, the, I think the the touchdown pass to it was Wicks, right? The That was the last one, I think. The last touchdown pass to Wicks was that the last touchdown pass? Hold on, I'll look it up where they went up forty eight twenty or we went up forty eight sixteen. Yeah. Okay, hold on, hold on. Uh I have that as Dobbs, but maybe I'm wrong oh, here. Was it Dobbs? I thought it was Wicks. It was uh, well, the last one to Dobbs was uh like a three yard touchdown pass. Yeah, I'm thinking of the one to Wicks then. Okay. I, I'm hold thinking on. of the one to Wicks. I have them all here. Kid, go ahead, keep talking. I'll 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 find it. I I just think the way that he is handling pressure in the pocket, staying in the pocket, I get it that sometimes throwing off the back foot is scary to some people. And, yeah, I mean, it is. I mean, sometimes the ball can float and this and that. But I think that throw to Wicks kind of just, I don't know, it just kind of encompasses how he's been playing. He's fitting ball into into tight windows, and he's trusting his arm, and he's trusting – his ability and he's, you know, making great decisions and great throws. And, and it's just, uh, you know, we could go back to all these. Okay. It was passes. the tw- third and seven, 20 from the 20 yard line. There was a blitz, right? And Wicks yep. beat Gilmore. Yes. He and, beat and him it, by a, <laughs> he crushed him. Yeah. I mean, okay. He, what he, about what? Cause I watched that play and go, okay, you know, I, I, I can't pick out once versus the other. Was it because of the pressure? I think it's to me. It's the way he handles the pressure, okay. right? Like a lot of the times, you could see, especially young quarterbacks, and he's not young anymore. Technically, he's been in the league a while, but when when there's pressure, sometimes, especially early on in the season with him, quarterbacks get a little, you know, impatient. So their they, eyes go off the receivers or what's going on downfield because they're so worried about the blitz. Am I getting close? Yes. yes. Okay. And he's they, calm enough, and he's he he hasn't lost vision. And yet he's yep. still, you don't want to be stupid where you, you're looking downfield and you get whacked and you fumble the ball. I mean, I can see the dynamics, right? Of yeah. The- and and the, way I, the way I like what he's doing is he's not running around the pocket like crazy. He's making small movements to buy himself an extra half second okay. with his eyes downfield to deliver strikes. And if that is on his back foot, that's great. We've already seen that he can make those throws with very high accuracy. That but- is not something that he's you know, hoping that it goes well. He's right, very but when he can, he's not throwing from the back foot. No, he's not. When he right. can't, he's Okay, for those who don't he, know, that was the end of the first half. It put the Packers up 20 nothing. because I'm going to watch that now. Yeah, like, so there's just things, and I'll have to go back and watch all the throws. No, and, I don't want you to I, think of all of the throws. I don't want you to watch them. I want you to, 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 I want what you're thinking now. Like, the first thing you thought of was Wicks. That's what I want. I don't want the prep. I want... You remember it such that you don't have to make a list for it. Because I know yeah. this, like, you remember all the – if I asked you, tell me some of the blocks of the offensive lineman, you don't got to watch it again. There are certain blocks or plays that you remember because there was something special about it. 
Yeah, and obviously I'd have to pinpoint these runs and on the times on the clock and the th- like. There's, there's. I'll have to make the list for you on Thursday, and then we can talk about it. All right. So, but I'll, I'm I'm more on I'm on more on 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 Jordan Love. All right. The pass to Wicks caught your attention because of his handling the pressure. Any yep. other any other uh, pass? I mean, geez. I mean, okay. Say no. We'll move on. We, and you yeah. you can give us the cup. That's fine. All right. Yeah, I, we got, we got to, I got to go because like when I'm watching everything, yes. like, no, you know, no, no you do... don't have to explain it. We're going to move on. Yeah. We can do that okay. on Thursday. Cause I got like a million <laughs> okay. other things here. All right. Uh, we're going to take a break and then we're going to get to as an offensive player, you have to be able, and I'm sure you can to watch defenses because that's what you did and say, Hey, I like this. I like this. I want to know what you think about if Joe Barry has changed or the players have just done it better because people say, well, now he's doing this and he used to do that. And I'm like, I don't know. I feel like I got to learn more or I don't, I don't, but I'm sure you, so as an offensive player, aren't I right? Like you know offenses, but you also know defenses. And when you see someone or see a team that's special, you you can see that because you think, oh man, that would have been tough to handle. Right. I'm not making that up. Right. You no, no, you're not making, you you just don't know good offenses only good offenses you're able the same way to see defenses because you know what teams tried to do and when you see something new you go wow that's you know that would have been i don't know so we're going to do that next because i want to know what you think and what you see regarding joe barry who has become huge i mean the packers won the game the way they did because not only did the offense score but the defense scored two touchdowns the defense basically gave up Two points. They scored 14 yeah. and gave up 16. You will win every game you play in the NFL when your defense gives up two <laughs> points. Next. That's right. Oh, yes. The Packers beat the Cowboys by 100. It was a high school game. As Gabe Neitzel said best, they should have had a running clock at 48-16. <laughs> Think about that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's it's something that you don't see often from a playoff game. Nonetheless, a seven-seed doing it to a two-seed or even a six-seed, besides when I'm, the one I can remember is when we did it to Atlanta. So, like, it's – it's just very rare to see. And with the way that Dallas had been playing, especially at home, it wasn't something that any expert, any person besides probably the guys in green Bay's locker room thought we can go out and do it. And we can do this in convincing fashion. Now, did they think it would be that score at that point in time? No. No. if If someone thought that man, get that guy a Powerball ticket and let him pick the numbers. But it's just, um, it speaks volumes to the preparation, the coaching, the players, their mindsets, and and then obviously the execution of it. I mean, it's just it's it's they got something special going on there. They got something special going and on. How and, much and, of it? You say special. How much of it is? They're just they're hot. Like I, I said this about a basketball player. They're blue flame smoking hot. Just everything. They're good, but there's also being good and being hot. And a team can be hot. Then you get, I don't mean, you know the dynamics of a team. They get confident, and then everybody yep. feels better. Then maybe the breaks go your way. You create the breaks. But there's there's being good, and then 
You know, we're just hot. Yeah, we, and we, good, I mean that, and nobody's going to beat us. Go ahead. And that's and that's a scary thing for teams that have to in the playoffs that have to have that team come into their building, a, a hot team that's confident that they feel like no matter what they do, like you said, the ball's going to drop their way. They're going to get the breaks. They're going to get this and that. And they're playing free. I mean, that is a, that's a very dangerous thing. And, and, you know, San Francisco, as good as they are, as confident as they are, they know, I mean, listen, this is a very good team that they're going to see. I thought Dallas was a very good team. I know, you know what, don't you think? I mean, I know if I was, if I was uh, Shanahan, I know what I'd say. Look around, look at close. They're as good as we are. They are yeah, as for- good as we are. You don't respect them, then I'd show a tape of 48-16. They'll yeah, do the sure. same to you. For sure. His 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 motivation tactic, if he even does one or I mean, well, but they're, no, they're- I, I don't know it's motivation. I think it's true. As hot no. as they are, they got the hottest quarterback. And he yep. may be a superstar in the waiting. When they asked Jimmy Johnson before the game, they said the Packers were the youngest team, and then he said they said to him, "You know, you you had the youngest team in the league when you won your first Super Bowl, Dallas." And he go, he smiled and laughed because you know I always believed in talent over age. I'll take young, yeah. and yeah, that could be I the mean, history could show that again. But I'm saying there, there's oh, no. He- go ahead. Believe me, Shan- Shanahan is definitely letting these guys know that if if, if you're you're not ready to go on Saturday night. They're going to do this. They're going to come out and do this. This is a team that has no no fear. They're playing with no fear. They're playing extremely confident. They're loose. And again, we could say. I mean, we could talk about the house money. They're playing with nothing to lose. They're putting all of these all this pressure on the two seed, and now they're going to go do it again in the one seed. They got all the pressures on these high seeds to get it done. And Green Bay comes in hot, confident playing loose and that's a dangerous thing that's a very dangerous thing and listen as good as San Fran is anyone can beat anyone on any given day and they know that and that's the thing they know it look what Baltimore did it came into their place and did it and that all of a sudden made Baltimore elevate into a different stratosphere so it's just one of those things man like if you don't come ready to play you know someone's going to come get you and this team right now is probably that team that they're looking at like this could be a team that can come in here and, and, and get us if we're not ready. Well, everybody knows if the defense plays like that, they had seven interceptions the whole year. They have two, one for a pick six. But that aside, all right, you're watching Joe Barry. You've had time early in the year, and we talked, and you go, I just can't believe this. What What's going on now? I mean, the thing that I noticed, especially in coverage, right, that's the biggest thing that uh, I always had an issue with. Um, how far off the DBs were playing, how soft the coverage was, and and all these spaces in the zones. You're looking at the way these guys are covering receivers right now. They are when the ball's getting thrown, these DBs are on top of these guys. They are playing much more uh, tighter to the wide receivers. They're not giving as much cushion. They're playing more aggressively, and that is a coaching point. It's got to be a coaching point. Like, hey, we're done with this 11 yards off the ball and and trying to react to. To plays like because it's not working. So the change of mentality of how they are lining up just from pre-snap over these wide receivers and and how they're aggressively playing these guys is is different. I think the second thing. All is, right, let me add, just ask you this question. So why would you ever play like that? There's 
Well, you you're playing that far off because so you don't get I, beat behind or what? Th- th- that's my guess. My guess is that, and or you're you're thinking you're going to bring more pressure, so you don't want to you know expose the DBs to bad situations if there's a double move and it gets blocked up or something like that. So, so do so, you do that more with defensive backs that are young or that you don't believe in? Probably, right. probably, right. yeah. I mean, I would think. I think a lot. I mean. I'm not giving Joe Barry a bunch of excuses here, but he's probably protecting young corners that don't have much experience that no one really thought these guys would even be on the field that much, right? Like that's well, I don't know. I, I, I'm never going to say he's not stupid, okay? No, he's, he's been not. in the league. He's been a coach and all these. They're doing things because they think it works. Yeah, but you also have to scheme for your personnel as well. You have to scheme for your personnel and, and make sure that you're putting guys in the best positions to succeed. And if that's playing guys that probably wouldn't touch the field if there weren't injuries the same way you would have Jair Alexander line up over guys, it's probably not going to work right. out. Right. Well, here's my thing. question that I'd ask Joe Bearmask. you like, all right, I got Jair Alexander. He's not playing 11 yards off anybody. No one. No. Ever. I don't know what the most he would have, but it's going to be less than that because he's that good, isn't I mean, I don't know the the, the defensive That's, backs that you've watched other teams or whatever you played against, and you're seeing the film. If they got a good defense, I mean, for example, it's the best name I can think of, but it, Deion Sanders or anybody else. What's the furthest he would ever be off anybody? I, <laughs> maybe five yards. I don't know. I mean, I, like when you I, played I, other good defenses, when you were looking at it, I mean, don't you at some point when they have a great defensive back just assume that person's going to be close to somebody all the time? Yeah, I mean, okay. when the, the, the days when it was Revis and those guys, those guys were in your face right. constantly, right? Like, those guys were I mean, I don't know, up if on they, the line. Right, so if they play zone, if they're involved in a zone, I don't. does that mean that all of a sudden they're creating these big cushions? I would assume these kind of guys in a zone are looking to cut something or get in somewhere close. They're never that far away from anything. But a hundred percent. Well, that that's a hundred percent correct. And you could just tell that the guy when things were going wrong for Green Bay, and I mean really wrong. Like we're looking at the Giants and we're looking at Carolina. I mean, they, they were playing zone, but they're playing very loose and soft zone, which is just allowing guys to flood these zones, sit in pockets of space with three or four yards of separation, and that is completely changed right now. I mean. These Dallas receivers and tight ends had guys all around them, challenging every throw. I mean, it was really, it's been a change of philosophy of how they're going about, you know, lining up and and how they're teaching the zone or if they're switching it from man to zone and things like that. It's it's been a philosophy change. And, you know, we could always say like, oh, you can't change that much. They have, right? And they're playing a lot more comfortable and confident in the way that, they're lining these guys up. And, you know, we're going to get a really good look at it because San Francisco's got more weapons than Dallas has. Right, and so, this will prove to us that San Francisco's tougher because they run the ball well, and then you're going to see people having to adjust to stop the run, right? I mean, Oh, yeah. Yeah, right. this is, this is going to be a fun matchup to watch on how Joe Barry kind of lines this defense up. Like, listen, at the, in, in some cases, too, like, you look at the guys up front for Green Bay right now, they're playing at a really high level. They are winning one-on-one matchups. They're creating pressure with four, sometimes five. So, like, against the like against Dallas's offensive line, it's going to be the same against San Francisco. They're very good up front. And if you can create pressure with four and five right. and 
put guys into zones and let them, you know, really blanket these receivers, good things happen. And that's kind of what we saw against Dallas. Now I get it. That's numbers were inflated towards the end of the game when they were just, yeah, I don't, I you don't. know, yeah, that doesn't matter to me, but no. we watched when it was game time, you know, the front, the front five, front six, whatever they were, you know, pressuring and bringing rush bands, they were getting home and they were creating pressure and that's big. Okay. Victory Monday is brought to you by Palermo's Pizza, Wisconsin's hometown pizza. With delicious brands like Palermo's, Connie's, Urban Pie, and Screaming Sicilian, Palermo's has your game day covered. Find Palermo's in your local grocer's freezer. More from Brian Bulaga next, the fourth quarter. Welcome back to the Homer Hour on 94.5 ESPN. is brought to you by Palermo's Pizza, Wisconsin's hometown pizza with delicious brands like Palermo's, Connie's, Urban Pie, and Screaming Sicilian. Palermo's has your game day covered. Find Palermo's in your local grocer's freezer. All right, offensive line performance. It was a good one. It was a good one. It was really good. Uh, If I would have told you going into this game that – Micah Parsons, Demarcus Lawrence, Dallas defense would have zero sacks. What would you have thought if I, I told that? No, I would have said it's not possible, or that would only mean that some were very close and that Jordan Love just threw the ball away. He's been pretty good at that. but And that was not the case. It just wasn't the case. Now, I'm not saying that those two guys didn't win or or you know beat a guard or beat a tackle. Uh, that's kind of where Aaron Jones stepped in and did a really nice job, but I mean, these guys played really well. They played really, they protected the passer really well. And obviously we saw what happened in the run game. And it was a, a really nice day for those guys up front. And they're just continuing to get better and better. And obviously that's going to be a very important thing going up against this 49 All right, so I've defense. lost the rotation. So are they still splitting duties at a couple spots or is that done and over with? No, Sean Ryan played quite a bit against uh, – against Dallas. So they're still rotating in at uh right guard. Right guard. I thought I thought I thought Runyon had a better day. I thought Runyon had a better day than Sean Ryan against against Dallas. I thought okay. R- Runyon looked a little more um a little more composed, a little more this and that. I mean, Sean Ryan still had plenty of good plays that when you watch it, especially in the run game. I mean, poor poor Sean Ryan, his first snap <laughs> the game it's a pass. And Micah Parsons lines up over him. First play, he's in. Micah Parsons beat beats him, but then Aaron Jones is right there to to clean to clean it up. And Jordan Love gets the ball away, and it's for a strike. So it it, it was a uh, you know. All right. Overall, how about Walker? How about Walker? Left tackle. What's? I thought he played well. Okay. I thought he played well. Like, listen, like I. I mean, I is he the future? To... Is he the future left tackle? Do we need to just know that this is the guy, or am I making that up? I don't think you're making it up. He's certainly making a case for himself, right? Like he he's playing to make that he's he's playing to make that spot his. Um, obviously, Goody and the staff will obviously make that decision going into the off season, and I'm sure they're going to bolster depth. And well, no, they always they always use always they're going to draft a tackle. I'm I I would assume they're going to draft somebody they think can play left tackle. I mean, it's, yeah, you do that I, every I would, year. Yeah, I would imagine they're going to, and and who knows what pick right, they're going to spend is, that on. Jenkins is just he's just good all the time. He's a pro bowler, or yeah, I mean he he gave up the holding against Parsons, but you know again, Parsons won his reps, but 
it, it, it wasn't like they really impacted okay. the game like he normally does. Like, the guy's going to win. All the great pass rushers, they win right. reps. That's just the way it goes. Um, but it's does it impact, you know, the game? And it just didn't. It didn't. All right, um, it's center, Josh Myers. You were tough on him early. Well, you weren't tough on him. You just thought he wasn't playing that well. You're not tough yeah. on anybody. You just tell what you see. All right. Yeah. Is he getting he, better? Yeah, he played well. I mean, listen. You don't have a running performance like that unless the interior three are playing at a high level, right? Like when the interior three. If you three, say so, really? No. Oh, yeah, no, really. Absolutely. Especially when it comes to line movement because that's what Dallas does a lot. Um, all right. Their- so hold on. A great running or outstanding running. The first thing we should all know is the first thing you want to ask is you, you got to assume the three guys in the middle were good, right? Yep. All right, yep. I just assume Absolutely. that. Right. Yep, because if, if it doesn't apply, then you'll tell us the exception. But that's the exception. Yeah, I all mean, right. I never when, do that. When the, when the run game clicks, the interior three are are rolling. All right, they're okay. rolling. Um, I thought he did a really nice job picking up these run stunts, get climbing to the second level, combo blocking with the guards. Um, it was it was a really good performance. And again, like I said, I thought Runyon played a little bit better than Sean Ryan, but Sean Ryan in the run game played really well. I thought Runyon had a better day overall in the pass game. Um, but you know, it's it, it's all you know to me when six guys because that's who plays as the five, right. and then you know Sean Ryan ro- rotates in. When you have that type of performance against a Dallas defense on the road. Um, it's it's hats off to all of them. They played great. They so Zach, exactly but Zach what... Tom is still the best of the group. Yes, yeah. Okay. Him and Elton. He... All right. Are, Him and Elton. So are they? Are they Pro Bowlers? I mean, I, I just are they? Are we going to say that? Uh, all right. Is either is uh, as good as Bakhtiari was at left tackle? And I'm not. I'm saying, but are either of them anywhere near as good at their position as Bakhtiari was at left tackle? No, not yet. Right. Not yet. Okay. I mean, so is it like really... so? Bakhtiari's at ten, and I, I, know, I understand their position. I, it may not be as important as left tackle, but I'm just saying their quality of play. So Bakhtiari's at ten. What is Zach Tom? Seven? Yeah, Six? like seven, seven, seven and a half right now. Okay. And Elton's and Elton's probably right up there as well. Okay, probably seven and a half, eight. Um, they're 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 playing really good ball. And listen, like. You're giving guys these types of performances and, and comparisons. They're playing at a really high level, right? And when you have two guys out of five, and this is not slating anyone else, but when you got two guys out of five playing that well, that makes life a lot easier for Matt LaFleur and Butkus and Senevich to game plan around because you know you can leave these guys on islands and help elsewhere and, and do things like that, which makes life a lot easier for an offense. And you can tell, this is what I say, you can tell how good someone is by how often their offensive court, like you use the word islands, right? So yep. if, if I want to find out how good someone is, I can see it based on learning what an island is and how often a team puts a player in that position. Yep. Because they're not you stupid. Mean, correct. No, they're, they're, they're going to protect the guys they feel like they need to protect will based you, on slides. Right, will you ever put someone in an island, even though they're not ready for it, but you have no other choice? Absolutely. You're going to have to do it at some point because throughout a game, guys are going to have to win one-on-one matchups more often than not. But but when that happens, you know that's trouble. Yes. When they're putting people in positions that you know they're not good enough to handle, that's a problem. It could create a matchup problem, yeah. yes. All right. Yeah. Anything you want to leave us with, that music means we're near the end. And I'm sorry if all of you are mad at me. That's fine. 
I just, they give me a time here, and unless Bulaga says, shut up for the next five minutes or go get some hot chocolate, I'm going to keep butting in. All right. No, just just can't believe what we all witnessed the other day. Fantastic. Hats off to everyone in that building. They deserve it. And they're blue flame smoking hot, right? Absolutely. They are they are they're clicking in the at the right rate right now. And they're not making stuff up. They're that good. They can see they're that good and let's see if we can do it again, right? Yeah, it's not a fluke. It's not a fluke. We'll put it that way. Thanks, Doc. You know when the Packers get to another level, he'll be watching the game three times. Matzik and Ellison. Ellison nailed it about though he didn't realize the offense. He said four touchdowns. He said they wouldn't have field goals. They get touchdowns against Dallas. That was the key to the offense. They're at Potawatomi next.